0: This recap I'm Britt I'm Tim and after a week off we are back with real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 11 episode 11 and <clears throat> I mean we should just jump right in because it basically likes starts right where we left off like we're still in the midst of Lecanint. We've had that really dramatic night where we have the stories from Erica that like don't make sense, but it's still like more information than she's ever revealed to the girls, so everyone's feeling like emotional and surprised and then like Erica went back to the hotel that night we find out, and of course, like Kyle Sutton brenna, like a lot the girls at the house had a silly rest of their night, and like got. We're drunk and had a dance party, Oh as Kyle always does.
1: I was so confused at the beginning of this episode because they show the morning after, and, I mean, there are half-eaten quesadillas, (laughs) flies on the food, and, like, I was like, what happened the night before? Because it was not... It definitely wasn't like that when we last saw. I just wish that... I mean, we've all woken up to those like scenes before where yeah. <laughs> and I just wish I had the ability in my life to be like oh we'll call someone to come over and clean this up
0: oh I know. because
1: <laughs> I was getting stressed out like assuming like wow where are they gonna find the time to clean all this up and I'm like oh yeah that's right they're not cleaning this up
0: yeah, of course not
1: um anyway
0: <laughs> so yeah
1: that looked like fun it looks super fun yeah
0: I'm like ah, oh, I wish we could get more shots of that Because I'm sure it's just super entertaining I know but so they wake up the next morning. The house girls—they're hungover. They're also waking up to another article about Tom Girardi. This time that it's been leaked that he was like hospitalized for a severe illness recently.
1: Yes, and he's so, been hospitalized.
0: Just period. We don't have a time frame, but like I, I guess-
1: assumed that it was that day.
0: No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Hmm. Well, they were trying to figure it out. They were like, "Wait, oh, it's saying two months ago." Oh, Oh, I missed that. So that's just like an interesting ongoing element of them all being together for multiple days in a row because it is true that there's a new, like there's a new piece of news coming out every day about the situation. So it is fun to watch them like taking it in in real time and trying to figure out what they think about it.
1: A little interesting that this comes the article comes out the day after we have Erica explaining them the night before that he's actually about all of his mental faculties.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I insert eyebrow raise emoji here.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're so suspicious all the time. I am too, but like, I still feel like yeah, it's just funny how we land on different sides of the spectrum with our suspicion. But I hear you on that. Um, so then we have, like, day outings yes. where, like, the girls split up. And you've got one group of girls that does the bike rides. And the other group of girls stays at home. Kathy Hilton had such a bad sleep because... <laughs> okay, this is... Kathy is a girl after my own heart. I am quite temperately... Um, Challenged, I guess, like things have to be just right. I like sweat a lot, I overheat really easily, but I'm also like a complete wimp in the cold. So when she said (laughs) she could barely sleep due to the extreme temps of 76 degrees in the home, Uh. I felt so seen. And like I loved how the other girls totally got it. And Erica's like, oh my gosh, I slept in 68. And Kathy's like, no. Oh, yeah. it was 76 here.
1: My baby needs a cold room.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was great. So uh, then they do the croquet. I don't know. I mean, like, we have all these. There's all these, like, weird little
1: inner vignettes. vignettes that I'm like, I could do without. Uh, I guess we'll just, like, get, some, yeah, out of the way. Garcelle arrives in a hazmat suit. Oh, right. <laughs> um... Uh,
0: what a I waste can... of a stunt. And then she still had to go back to the hotel to leave her stuff to then come back. I was like, this is so dumb.
1: speaking of vignettes, I just want to make sure this gets into the pod before it gets too serious. You said you felt seen with the cold room? Yeah, I felt seen by the girls eating six bags of del taco.
0: Oh, that was awesome. I,
1: like I was like, this needs to get on the pod somehow because, like I, we cannot forget about this.
0: She had a driver. Take her to get tacos for the girls. And like they keep saying tacos. I'm assuming I'm it's, assuming oh, auténtico. Like we are definitely sure. like it was a legit Mexican place in La Quinta or Palm Springs. No. As soon as she I opened kept being like, wait, those are fast food bags, but there's no way. I just kept being like, no, but there's no way. It just they must brown bag it for uh takeout at whatever place you went to. No,
1: do. I okay, I see the door open to her car. <laughs> And I'm immediately like, that's Del Taco. That's still. Uh, De- oh my God, that's Del Taco. I know that bag. I know that bag. I know the grease patterings on the outside of that brown spatter. bag. That is for sure Del Taco. And seeing them just
0: pound. Serious respect. Serious oh respect. Gosh. So much more relatable.
1: Ladies after my own heart. You
0: wives, you. Yeah, that was so excellent. And I was shocked that everyone wanted to partake. Yeah, there's no snide comments. No, I loved it. Um, okay, I think there's a lot of, like, little funny, like, kathy we can get to at the end. Some, like, little funny whatevers. But I sort of think we need to just get straight to the Erica stuff, because that is the meat and potatoes of this episode. You
1: um, love your meat and potatoes. We got
0: a meat and potato. Um, uh, <laughs> so, Garcelle gets there, and they're having their own talk. It's interesting, like, it seems like they have a friendship that's slowly developing, where like they have a little bit of their own time on the side that keeps happening. Um, So they're all together. They have the dinner party at Erica's La Quinta Suite. Yes. Um, That is like the hugest suite I've ever seen. That doesn't look like a suite. It looks like a full on apartment. It's a casita. (laughs) Yeah, it's a full casita. Erica tells us she just learned how to go to the bank in March. Um, She told Garcelle I feel like they were just one-on-one for this, but like, oh, 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 okay, this is what it was. So Garcelle's getting an update on what she missed the night before and what what Erica revealed to the girls about the cheating, about like,
1: uh, yes, de- okay, you know, yeah. all this
0: stuff. And Garcelle is like, wait a second, are you serious? And then it flashes back to a one-on-one between them two a month before where Garcelle specifically asks, was there ever a third party involved? Basically in playing? like, did he ever cheat on you? And she was like, adamant, no. So Garcelle is obviously like super confused to be processing this in real time. Like, wait, okay, that absolutely goes against what you just told me a month ago. Um, now she's telling everyone that not only did he cheat, but he like consistently cheated and this was like a part of their life.
1: And there may or may not be a family living in this La Quinta house. That she doesn't that know where she doesn't where know it about. Is. Also, real fast, in regards to, because this happened at the beginning of the episode, Erica just, oh yeah, I did read that this morning that Tom's hospitalized. I had no idea. That's why I'm like, when did oh. this happen? Because she said, Oh yeah, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that's about. I read that this morning. So, so like nonchalant matter of fact that the husband you've been with for years is hospitalized, and yeah, you guys are going through a divorce, but like it was just a weird reaction. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it was especially yeah, like,
0: with what we find out later.
1: Yeah. So well, I'm like, okay, we had to get that out of the way before first. because yeah. that happened earlier.
0: Yeah. So the, uh, what really baffled me and I think it like the dinner is sort of inconsequential in a lot of ways like it's like cute but, like go around the room and say a word that describes you. Yeah, we Blah. find
1: out that Crystal is related to Confucius. Oh
0: my god. After like 0. 0.3 seconds of me thinking that Kyle had just said something oh extremely racist. I was like, and I was like, what? what are you doing? What are you doing? I know. Is this as fucked up as it sounds? And she's like, no, she told us she's a direct descendant of Confucius. Like, holy shit, that's actually really amazing. Uh, Oh, was so relieved. Um, But I was it at this dinner or she says there's a Erica says there was a hearing today in Chicago, but I don't know what about, but I'll find out eventually. And then she says something like she had, no, I had no heads up to these lawsuits Oh, that was... Okay, so now, I'm sorry. I fast-forwarded us to the desert. That's, like, the only thing my mind can think about because I feel like that was the truest catalyst of explosion. Yes. Am I skipping too much for you?
1: No. We can jump around. I mean, honestly, it was... There was, like, your disjointed it's thing, like so... basically, like, a
0: collage of weird little Erica moments, either with her or without her, and then random funny shit from the other ladies.
1: Okay, so let's do this, then. Um... We have the bank, the bank never been to a bank, just learned how to do that, right? The debit card, and then we have this whole house saga, yeah, okay. So let's get that out of the way. Then we'll jump later to the Garcelle of it all, okay. So do you have any thought I mean, like any thoughts on this whole house saga? And, and should she have known, is it weird that she didn't know there was a house? The house was sold in 2018. She had no idea about it. Are you getting anything from that or no?
0: Not really. Okay. I mean, I think it's interesting that she's constantly making these, like, snide remarks to remind everyone that everything about her life sucks right now. And that's sometimes where I, where I find myself cocking my head more. Like, are you, what are you doing right now? Is this ulterior motive or is this real? So there's that part of it. So even the thing she said about that, it was just like, if you're going to bring something like that up, you know that it's going to have to get dug into, right, Erica? Like, don't act surprised. But again, this to me falls under an umbrella of completely possible with like a husband that is so separate from you in his work life, who doesn't let you in on any of the machinations of the finances or his office in any real way you know that's not that surprising to me
1: yeah no I mean it isn't that surprising to me either it's just like anytime I think you made a really good point in terms of how she brings things up mm-hmm. she kind of brings it to the group and is like well I don't know like someone better who can say who can say and the gr- that like gets the palace intrigue for the right. girls all activated and they're like "Ooh," and they want to like dig in and And then she's
0: going to get have a mixed response to if people want to dig into that or not. You know, like half the time she might freak out and get pissed. Like, how dare you? And it's like, you can't just drop little fucking
1: nuggets and tidbits of things and not expect people to like want to know more.
0: Especially when the news is painting a completely different narrative than you are on a morning, like every single day. And they're trying to maintain a friendship with you and give you the benefit of the doubt but they're also having to reckon with the fact that what they always kind of felt all along, which was that you have always been guarded and that you've always been calculated now feels like it very much might be true. And when you have that much gap in like, because of all the vulnerability that she hasn't given over all of these years, like we've talked about in past episode, like it creates so much room for them to start doing their own, investigating their own, like, conjecturing about what could happen which is I think we just keep getting teased with the previews every week that there is going to come a point where this starts spiraling out and the girls start like really doubting her you know but I still yeah. feel like in this episode they are still really very much walking that line and they really are just coming from a place of like they just want to understand and I feel like they really overall hope and believe the best about Erica's role and everything and they're just all kind of like if you could just let us in a bit we we have your back
1: and this is where the lawyer and the legalness of it all like confuses me because i don't know it's it, it seems like it's very like she ha it's convenient when she decides to disclose... Like, I never know what the motive is for disclosing certain information. Yeah. You know, she'll say something, then she gets mad about it, and then she's like, "I'm t- why do you guys ask me so much? I'm tired of talking about things, but no, I can't talk about that because that's legal. No, totally. And, you know, it's and I'm so just like, I'm trying to figure... Yeah, so I guess that's kind of yeah. more of what I'm digging because at. Because you know?
0: when she keeps making these references to, like, people obviously want more, and, like, it's really hard when you're in the midst of a legal case and you have lawyers working on your behalf, like you do have to be really careful about what you say because anything can be construed or twisted or used against you at a point where you least suspect it. So she's, she's like consistently bringing that up in her confessionals, you know, to make sure that we know that. But then she has these moments with the girls where she feigns like it's a raw moment for her, mm-hmm. you know? And she acts like I was letting you in on a secret. And it's like, wait a second, but you're on TV and like, I thought you weren't allowed to say secrets. So then it makes you think, well, then any time that you appear to be quote, like opening up and like revealing some big truth, how can I not assume that it's very strategic and very much, unless you're completely fucking up, which I just think Erica's too smart for that, everything you're saying has been calculated and approved by you and your team.
1: Yes. And that gets into now this hike that okay, so Crystal Which
0: I have I have way more backstory to it.
1: Okay. So should I just give why don't you okay. go
0: you say okay. you're
1: so pretty much what happens <laughs> on the hike is Crystal, Erica, Garcelle go hiking while the other girls go shopping. It is revealed on this hike through Garcelle, you know, asking questions, getting to open, getting Erica to open up, which it should be noted, Garcelle has not actually been present for any of this, I, any of this, you know, I guess the day before she was at dinner and talked a little bit, but like hasn't gotten as much as the other girls have. Yeah,
0: she's every, most of what she knows at this point that's an update has been from the other women catching her up.
1: Yes. It is revealed by Erica to Garcelle that Tom is calling her every day. Saying, I love you, you. come back, blah, blah, blah. And this
0: is as they're walking back to the car from the hike. From the hike. Okay. And then when they go home, and Garcelle makes that comment when it's just them on the couch for a second. And before all the girls come and sit down, and she's just like, gosh, Erica, I just keep thinking about what you told me about Tom calling you every day. And it just like breaks my heart and makes me so sad. And Erica's like, yeah, I know. And she's like doing her makeup or something in the mirror of her, using her phone as a mirror or something. Then all the girls come and sit down and then Garcelle takes it upon herself to then say, so Erica, if you don't mind me sharing what you shared earlier with the girls, Um, blah, blah, blah. And then tells them that Tom has been calling every day saying, I love you. I miss you. Come home. Kyle's look on her face is the classic Kyle, uh, MLA shock face, (laughs) not like anus. I got some pics. Um, and then Erica just completely flips into her. Like when she goes ape shit, like once a season, usually only once a season, where she like literally turns into like the cold evil queen. Yes. And goes apeshit.
1: The ice queen of the desert, which is what this episode was called. Ah!
0: <laughs> um. Okay. And it's very confusing and Garcelle seems baffled and Erica is like breaking down. Like you, she's verbing, she's using words like, you did it twice, you already got it once. And then you're going to do it again as if she's plotting against her. And so one could just see this at face value and be like, okay, Erica's starting to get paranoid. And Garcelle is definitely not that person. Like she's not petty, but the plot thickens. So it has been revealed um, that there was a lot more to that story. Rinna posted on her story the night that this episode came out saying I wish that, uh, like, there was basically a filmed huge screaming fight between the producers and Erica. Okay. About, so, okay. Juicy, juicy.
1: This is all new to me. This is titillating.
0: Ooh, see, this is why I wanted to skip to the desert stuff okay. so bad.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, okay. La- we laid the foundation. Yeah. Now titillate us with your facts.
0: Okay, so.
1: Your deep dive
0: okay sources close to the situation tell Two fab that she garcelle and crystal had no idea their mics were still live as they walked to their car following a hike on that walk erica revealed that while she hadn't spoken with tom he continued to call her leaving messages allegedly saying i love you i miss you come home though she supposedly told crystal privately she didn't want to talk about the calls further Something Crystal said during the episode, Garcelle wasn't privy to that memo and brought up the calls twice more when the whole cast regrouped at Kyle's house. Sources tell Fab Erica felt producers were baiting Garcelle to ask her about Tom's attempts at communication. Our sources claim Erica then told producers she would give them what they wanted, but on her terms. And while the spat with producers was filmed by production, it was left on the cutting room floor. So she originally told the girls on that hike. And they weren't mic'd, and there's actually another source that I found after. So they weren't mic'd the first time. Producers approached her and said, "Hey, you've got to reveal that on camera."
1: And she was
0: like, "Fuck you, I don't want to." They get in a huge fight that's apparently on, like, is was filmed that we're probably never going to see.
1: Release the tapes. Release
0: the tapes.
1: Um, let's call Ronan Farrow to get those tapes.
0: (laughs) Uh, so. She was like, fine, F you, I'm gonna do it my way then. So then that's the walk scene we see going back to the car. And that's probably part of why she's crying so much because she's upset that she's having to do this and perform this in this way.
1: A second time.
0: Yes, okay. so this is already the second time.
1: So then, Garcelle
0: misses the conversation with Crystal, with Crystal one-on-one, yes. where Erica's basically like, God, I don't want to go there again. Yes. Erica is not present for that. They get back. What I'm reading basically says that the producers did ask Garcelle to pose these questions, but Garcelle had no idea that Erica had like personally been so like that she wouldn't want to go there again. So I don't know if the fight happened after the desert thing or if it was once they goaded Garcelle to ask about it at Kyle's and then when she freaks out, And then she storms off, and she's, like, hyperventilating in the room. That could have been when the fight was with the producers at that point, because she's like, fuck you. You guys are baiting Garcelle.
1: So. Ah, interesting.
0: It just makes her pop off, make a little more sense.
1: Okay. I'm Dang it. I'm a little bummed to hear that information, honestly, because I had a whole this is act two of the play take (laughs) on Erica's crying. But now... That I know that the producers were playing games behind the scenes, my take just sounds a little cold mm. okay, and mean.
0: well, you can leave your take,
1: so I'll leave l- your
0: take on the cutting room floor.
1: It will be left <laughs> on the cutting room floor um
0: I mean, okay, yeah, here so that
1: regardless okay, I will say, regardless the whole betraying my trust aspect of it, I think is a little b s
0: ridiculous, yeah. Especially because it's like, well, what I was so confused about in the moment and that I felt Garcelle was confused about, Garcelle's like, I think in her mind, even knowing this story now, she's probably like, wait, babe, what are you talking about? You just agreed to tell that story on camera at the desert a few hours ago. So I assumed it was free game because you allowed that to happen. And we both know that that was on camera. Like, we don't actually think that that was private. But Erica's like, uh, I did originally tell you guys that in confidence. And I agreed to do the second telling for camera. And I'm not going to get into
1: it for a third Yeah,
0: and the fact that you would not realize that I would, of course, not want to talk about it again.
1: The weird thing is, though, that I don't know. To me, this is such like an interesting hill to die on for her in terms of. Like, I'm not going to talk about this.
0: Well, yeah, let's talk about what do we think. What do we think of the fact that he's calling and texting her every day saying these things? Because correct me if I'm wrong. But to me, I mean, I guess it's just constantly like, again, it's this calculated omission. But I felt that in the earlier episodes, she was leading us all to believe that they haven't spoken a word together since the day she left. And part of that is because he doesn't give a fuck about her and that he's against her and he's going to take her down and he's cold and this is Tom. You don't understand. You guys don't know this side of Tom. He's probably just like, fuck her. She's a fly. And then you hear that for months he's been texting her this kind of shit. And now we're focusing on his incapacity of his mental faculties, this is the part that like, I will just always, it, for me, it, always, it goes back to like, I don't know what the true story is here. And again, you, everyone knows that I don't think it's that crazy to think that she didn't fully know what was going on with the money stuff. However, there are all, we, we have to admit, even if you're giving Erica the benefit of the doubt in some way, none of her stories match up with each other.
1: No, none and like, of them do. And the that,
0: narratives have continued to change.
1: Definitely. I mean, you're absolutely right in pointing to all that discussion of Erica saying, you know, th- I'm not talking to him at all, which she might not be taking his calls, but I'm not talking to him at all. And the only way I'm hearing from him is through his lawyers. And now it's like... She made like, him
0: sound like a cold monster who the second she left would turn on her... And, like, and, not care about her at all.
1: And now he's an old, decrepit man who wants his wife back.
0: Right, which I'm like, no, she probably didn't want us to know that because it confuses things a little bit.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because she's been basically Operation Reveal the Truth about what a shitty husband Tom Girardi has been all these years that I've been faking it. That is what the last... Ha- t- like fucking 10 episodes have been ar- about in her story yeah and all of a sudden it's a different story you know and it's it makes me also think about like all of a sudden this inexplicable car crash is actually it's like does he have alzheimer's or did he have a fucking severe head injury three years ago that now has affected his brain function Has he had declining brain function that makes everybody around him cry, but he's still been working with clients, making money and actively cheating on you with a local judge of which you've posted screenshots of their text messages before on your Instagram? Like, what is it? And then even with so, you know, she makes it seem like this was something else that confused me. She said, we actually got closer for a second when I got home from Broadway, which was at the beginning of the pandemic, because, because was... we were eating dinner together every night. Wait a second. At the beginning of the season, you basically said that this pandemic made you feel more lonely than ever. And like Tom didn't care about you at all. And you guys had no conversations anymore.
1: But he was. But she also mentioned, yeah, yeah he was bringing home Morton's every night for dinner. <laughs> So right. it's like, what the hell what is, is going on? Get me off the merry-go-round. Stop giving me vertigo <laughs> and like, get this shit straight.
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't think that she can because I don't, obviously, again, we're picking and choosing different narratives that maybe as the news is coming out, her team is changing their approach. And so she's just trying to adapt whatever she's doing on television to fit that. But the the thing that sucks for her is television is sealed in history forever, babe. So, like, this might work if you weren't on TV to well, keep changing the narrative because it's going to keep, like, adapting to the newest shit. But, like, that doesn't work when you're on TV. I know.
1: And that's, that's what even, I mean, your story about the producers and all that, like, that definitely sheds more light on the situation. But even without that information, watching, I'm like why are you freaking out so much about this to Garcelle telling the other girls when the rest of America has seen it is going to see it. You guys are real housewives. Like it's really not like information gets stuck between two people and doesn't eventually come to the group. So her reaction to me was just like way over the top and unnecessary. And, It almost reads as, I'm going to have this huge breakdown, so now the focus is off all of this, and the focus is now just on you girls. Feeling bad for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, I have to say, whatever hyperventilating was happening behind that door, (laughs) that felt very authentic. (laughs) Like, for real. I was like, oh my god, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. And she was like, I've tried. Be honest and true. I was like, oh Oh my God, God. can you do that in a pillow?
1: Yeah. This is a
0: lot. We support people feeling their feelings, but it doesn't mean it's going to make me feel comfortable every time. Um, Also, we're talking about Christmas. I'm just going to be in Hancock Park in my little abode. Fuck you, Erica. Honestly, fuck you. As people that have been stuck in the same apartment for 7 years in the same city as you, I have nothing else to say to you except F you. I would take your Hancock Park shack any day. Um, so feel free to give us a call if you want to donate it. Just putting it out there. Since it's such a shed, you know, you you'll probably you probably don't even really need it. So, <laughs> Um, you can keep using one of the bedrooms for storage if you want. But yeah, those are, those are all of my Erica thoughts at this time.
1: Yeah. I mean, once again, I loved
0: her green blazer. We get taken for a ride. Yeah. I, I feel no closer to true facts. No. But it's fun. I have to say it is entertaining to act like, amateur investigators and like psychotically analyze every facial expression she makes whenever she's telling these stories. Yeah. Cause it's just interesting. You're trying to put together like, where is she coming from? And what does she want us to think, feel, or believe right now? And I'm constantly trying to figure that out through. (laughs) And like, it's as if there's, there's no, there's no like across the board, anything for body language and whatnot. but I like to pretend that I could figure it out anyway.
1: The last thing I'll say on this is I'm not going to do this, but there's a part of me that wants to go through all the episodes again because she has two main confessional looks. One where she has like a red blazer yeah. on and then another one I feel where like she's, she's wearing... always
0: saying legal intense stuff when she's wearing that one. Uh,
1: that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I would like to almost do like a comparison about what are the narratives when she, because they're outfit. on different day, you know, they're on different days, different times. I don't know like, when each of those were filmed on the timeline, but yeah, the red blazer look. And then she has like shorter oh, curly hair with really... a white look. <gasps> and
0: this is a good idea. And it just sounds really time intensive,
1: but, but it, it's, it's a really good
0: idea. It's like a research project. Yeah. If we just like fast forwarded and only watched every. Every confessional in this look, every confessional in I that look. I think there.
1: Look. I noticed something, like I actually noticed that this time because huh. we saw two different, you know, it kept going, went yeah. back and forth. And so
0: her moods are definitely different in them.
1: Yes. I don't know. Just a thought out there. That's a thought. If um, one of the listeners wants to do that, then go for
0: it. Or if you want us to do it, we'll think about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, Kathy was, as usual, a damn delight. Um, Kathy's
1: going on her own timeline. She
0: is just on her own terms, and I just respect it so much. And
1: it's so interesting because a Nobody lot of- Nobody gets mad at her. Well, that, oh, that's what I was going to say. In other, you know, in sh- on these shows, People get shit on for their lateness yeah, and they're, you know, like, oh, so-and-so's always late. Oh, we're waiting for so-and-so again. Yeah. And Kathy's just above it all. She's like, I'm just going to do whatever I want, yeah. whenever She's I like, want. Oh, it's
0: understood that I do my own thing and that you're all blessed to have me at all. Yeah. So I will be going at my own pace. I will join when I feel like it. I will wear what I want. And even if it doesn't fit the dress code you guys wanted. Like, I will do whatever the fuck I want. So she, she
1: participates <laughs> in nearly none of the group events.
0: Yeah, yeah. She wakes up in the morning to tell everyone that she will be going back to sleep because it was so such extreme temps. And everyone's just like, oh, okay. Um, and then when they're gone playing croquet and she's... She hasn't gone to bed yet, and she wants to drink her protein shake, so she asks if they can bring her. They're on bikes.
1: Oh, yeah, the bike. She asks
0: if they can bring her a straw and chia seeds. She needs both, desperately. I'm just like, bitch, call Uber Eats. Could you imagine
1: being, like, one of Kathy Hilton's assistants and just be driving around L.A., and she's like, just, you know, I need a snow cone and (laughs) a bungee cord. And you're like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll find it.
0: (laughs) But it was so funny because they were all laughing about like how expectant she is of this stuff. And like, I just think it's hilarious that everyone finds her inability to be self-sufficient and including me, so endearing. I I don't know if it's just because she owns it and she's never a bitch about it. She's just like, oh, how would, how would I do that? You know what I mean? And literally they're sitting there like, and Kyle basically brings up a fantastic point, which is like, she lived in the Waldorf Astoria for years of her life. So when you live like a hotel lifestyle and you, you know, you're married to an owner, you yeah I mean everything is a room service so of course you move into like regular life at a home and you and you just continue to function that way if you have the money for it but I loved when like you know they're all laughing about it and just basically being like wow Kathy is a person she is an and Kyle's like I would prefer to be self-sufficient and Dorit's like but if you don't need to be self-sufficient why wouldn't you just be Kathy? Yeah. And I'm like, that's honestly a great point. Well,
1: I think she gets away with it and everyone's fine with it, as are we, because I mean, she is Kathy fucking Hilton. Yeah. Like, she has famous daughters. She's a like old Hollywood money. Yeah. And she's older than the yeah. rest. Like, I think Ramona. In New York, it's like if Kathy Stewart
0: a... joined yeah. the Housewives. I
1: think Ramona kind of does a lo- some of the same stuff in New York. And because she's just become such an icon, people like, kind of let, let her get get away with this kind of stuff, you know, about making weird requests and not being self sufficient no, at but all. And people we kind come of laugh her.
0: At like people drag her on the internet, though. Yeah. You know, whereas but Kathy her group is of just friends, universally loved. I guess
1: give her right. a lot of space.
0: Right. Then. Like she doesn't even remember the straw request after all that. Doree brings (laughs) the straws
1: upstairs, and she's like, "Straws? What straws? I (laughs) didn't see any straws." She's like,
0: "I put them under your door, darling. I didn't want to wake you up." And it's like, "Oh my god." Uh, I have to say, I respect Rina's vibe about the Garcelle friendship. I think that it's just.
1: It's nice to see that she's not bending <sighs> yeah. over backwards and, like, so insecure she's with the relationship. She's not, like, groveling, yeah. but she's
0: also not making it this huge thing that, like, if Sutton was on those terms with someone right now, we would be being reminded of it every second because she's so neurotic. And Renna's just like, okay. Like, I took her at her word that this is going to take time. And I'm not going to throw myself at her. I'm just going to keep being me. And she can decide in her own time if she wants to be closer. Yeah. And I just feel like oh, it's so nice and unlike oh, so many housewives yeah. <laughs> to let something like that just lie. Um,
1: I agree. And I thought it was
0: so funny that, of course, it's so Kyle to know that Garcelle doesn't follow her and Rena. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's something that would really work Kyle up way more. That's <laughs> just so funny. To me. It was
1: nice to have Garcelle back. These are my final thoughts. It was okay. nice to have G- Garcelle back this week. And I got to say, I kind of wanted a little more Sutton in this episode. Mm. For personal reasons. I don't know.
0: Personal reasons? I just, I mean. Sounds weird. No,
1: no. I. Mean, <laughs> I just think when she's like, operating on a a little bit of a frenzy, it still makes it more fun it's entertaining. That's what I mean.
0: Which I feel like we're getting a big thing next week from her. I hope so. It looked like there's a big confron and she's not gonna interact with Erica anymore.
1: Oh yes. yes. Yes um
0: okay well the mystery freaking continues you guys and if you have any insights that you feel like we missed let us know you know we'll be posting thoughts questions content polls for the next week until next week's episode on instagram find us there or tiktok we're constantly posting little clips and um yeah leave us a review subscribe if you haven't already share it with a friend and help us get more people to hear this every week because we have a lot of fun and we think you do too that's okay. it okay have a great week and if you are also following along with married at first sight tune in because we are going to have a honkin' episode where we cover two weeks worth of episodes aka weddings um and it's gonna be really fun so see you over there
1: bye bye